Section 79 of Slave Narratives A Folk History of Slavery in the United States from Interviews with Former Slaves Volume 11, North Carolina Narratives, Part 1 This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org Read by Jerome Ware Slave Narratives a Folk History of Slavery in the United States, from Interviews with Former Slaves. Volume 11, North Carolina Narratives. Part 1 by Various. Section 79. Joe High, 80 Years. Joe High interviewed May 18, 1937. Has long been one of the best independent gardeners in Raleigh, working variously by the hour or day. My name is Joe High. I lives at 527 South Haywood Street, Raleigh, North Carolina. Now there is one thing I want to know. Is this thing going to cost me anything? Hold on a minute and let me see. I want to be square and I, I must be square. Now let me see, let me see something. Sometimes folks come here and they writes and writes. Then they asked me, is you going to pay this now? What will it cost? Well, if it costs nothing, I'll give you what I knows. Let me get my Bible. I want you to be on the square because I got to leave here some of these days. This is a record from the slave books. I've been trying to get my direct age for 35 years. My cousin got my age. I was born April 10, 1857. My mother's name was Sarah High, put down when she was born October 24, 1824. This is from the old slave books. We both belonged to Green High, the young master. The old master, I never seen him. But I saw old Mrs., Miss Laney High. The old master died before I was born. We lived two miles north of Zebulon, you know where Zebulon is in Wake County? I had two brothers, one brother named Taylor High, another named Rufin High. My sister died mighty young. She come here wrong. She died. I remember seeing my uncle take her to the graveyard. I don't know where there's any record of her or not. My work in slavery time was riding behind my missus, Clara Griffin, who was my old missus sister's daughter. She came to be our missus. When she went visiting, I rode behind her. I also looked at her the garden, kept her chickens out of the garden, and minded the table, fanned the flies off the table. They were good to us. They whipped us sometime. I was not old enough to do no field work. One time I slept late. It was in the fall of the year. The other children's had left when I got up. I went out to look for them. When I crossed the tater patch, I seen the ground cracked, and I dug in to see what cracked it. I found a tater and kept digging till I dug it up. I carried it to the house. They had a white woman for a cook that year. I carried the tater and showed it to her. She took me and the tater and told me to come on. 
We went from the kitchen to the great house, and she showed the tater to the old missus, saying, Look here, missus, Joe has been stealing taters. Here is the tater he stole. Old missus said, Joe belongs to me, the tater belongs to me. Take it back and cook it for him. When the cook cooked the tater, she asked me for half of it. I gave it to her. If I'd had known then like I knows now, she was trying to get me to get a whooping. I wouldn't have given her none of that tater. There were some frame houses and part log houses we called them the darky houses. The master's house was called the great house. We had very good places to sleep and plenty to eat. I got plenty of pot liquor peas and pumpkins. All us little darkies ate out of one bowl. We used mussel shells got on the branch for spoons. They must not have had no spoons or something. The pea fowls roosted on the great house every night. I didn't know what money nor matches was neither. I remember seeing Henry Hyam, my first cousin, catch a pike once, but I'd never done no fishing or hunting. I remember seeing the grown folks start off possum hunting that night, but I did not go. I wore wooden bottom shoes, and I wore only a shirt. I wanted my shirt tail until I was a great big boy, many years after slavery. There were fifty or more slaves on the plantation. Old woman wove cloth on looms. We made syrup, cane syrup with a cane mill. We carried our corn to Foster's Mill down on Little River to have it ground. It was called Little River then. I don't know what it's called in this day. There was a block in the yard where Mrs. got up on her horse. There were two steps to it. Slaves were sold from this block. I remember seeing them sold from this block. George High was one, but they got him back. They did not teach us anything about books. They did not teach us anything about reading and writing. I went to church at the Epsby Church near Buffalo, not far from Wakefield. We sat in a corner to ourselves. My brother Taylor ran away. The young masters sent him word to come back home. He wasn't going to whoop him, and he'd come back. Yes, he'd come back. We played the games of marbles, blindfold jumping, and racing and jumping the rope. The doctor looked after us when we were sick sometimes, but it was mostly done by old women. They got herbs, and they gave us wormfuge. They worked us out. I was not old enough to pay much attention to the doctor's name. I remember one day, my young master Greenhigh and me was standing in the front yard, when two men came down the avenue from the main road to the house. They wanted to know how far it was to Greenhigh's. Master told him it was about two miles away and gave him the direction. They were Yankees. They got on their horses and left. They didn't know that they were talking to Greenhigh then. When they left, Master left. I didn't see him no more in a long time. Soon, next day, the yard was full of Yankee soldiers. I remember how the button on their uniforms shined. They got corn, meat, chickens, and everything they wanted. 
they didn't burn the house. Old man Bert Dub, or Dome, kept nigger hounds. When a nigger run away, he would catch him for the master. The master would send after him and his dog when a nigger run away. I remember one overseer, a negro hamp high, and another cough high. Nobody told me nothing about being free, and I know nothing about what it meant. I married Rosetta Hinton. She belonged to the Hintons during slavery. She is dead. She's been dead 14 years. We were married at her mother's home, the river plantation belonging to the Hintons. I was married by a preacher at this home. After the wedding, we had good things to eat, and we played games. All stayed there that night, and next day we went back to where I was working, on the General Cox farm. I was working there. We had six chillin'. Two died at birth. All are dead except for one in Durham named Tommy High, and one in New York City. Tommy High works in a wheat mill. Eddie High is a cashier miser, custom miner. Works on walls. I thought slavery was right. I felt that this was the way things had to go, the way they were fixed to go. I was satisfied. The white folks treated me all right. My young missus loved me, and I loved her. She whipped me sometimes. I think just for fun, sometimes when I was riding behind her, she would tell me to put my arms around her and hold on to her apron strings. One day she was sitting on the side saddle. I was sitting behind her. She would try to get old Dave, the horse she was a-riding, to walk. She would say, Ho, Dave. Then I would kick the horse and decide. And she would keep walking on. She asked me, Joe, why does Dave not want to stop? I saw a lot of Yankees. I was afraid of them. They called us, Johnny, Susie, and told us they wouldn't hurt us. I think Abraham Lincoln is all right. I guess the way he saw it, I think he was like I was as a boy from what I read and understand. He was like me. Just the way he saw things. I liked the rules and the way of my old master and missus while the Yankees and Abraham Lincoln gave me more rest. How did I learn to read? After the war, I studies. I want to read the hymns and songs. I just picked up the reading myself. It's square to me I cannot remember one word my mother ever said to me. Not nary a word she said can I remember. I remember she brought me hot pot liquor and bread down to the house of mornings when I was small. But I've been trying to remember some words she spoke to me, and I can't. End of section 79. Read by Jerome Ware, San Diego. August 1st, 2022.